0: Searching high and low for Doug McClain. You know, he hasn't been on the show the last couple of weeks because he's in this RV.
1: We need, we need the Carmen San Diego music.
0: Where? In no, the he, world. He, is. Uh, did we find him, Sammy? Got a thumbs up. He's out there? Doug McClain, are you in your RV yeah. right now?
2: No, we just landed in Chicago and I'm at friends' house, the Valenti's, and we're just uh dropped in for a visit and then we're heading to and Clark just came out to pick us up here, so we're just heading downtown Chicago.
0: You're such a name dropper, oh. eh? The famous yes. Valenti family.
2: Yeah, exactly. The famous Valenti family. Yeah, you've heard of them in the movie. <laughs> where the hell have Joe's you a been? great golfer. Where, 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 a radio.
0: where have you been? You're blowing us off on Fridays now. I don't you like it.
2: It's so great to be on the road. I don't have to do these damn interviews that I'm not getting paid for.
0: <laughs> uh, did you go through Yellowstone? Frank, and, and if so... What's Fred that?
2: Millen told me every time he goes on the radio, he gets seventy-five bucks, and I've got—I haven't got a nickel from you guys. Really? <laughs> anyway, that's okay. Why well, he hasn't I'm, been I'm on this show? It. We ain't—we ain't dishing out <laughs> yeah. seventy-five. So
1: far, yeah, our not show all. budget of I zero know. has not been dented. We, we
2: can't get coffee. I know, I know Ryan Fabro well enough to know there's—you know—he's not paying, so that's fine.
0: So, uh, anyway. how's Yellowstone? Uh, are you? Will I see uh, you in the next episode?
2: You know what? It's been it's been amazing. Look, forty six hundred and fifty miles today to, to get here today. That's how many miles we've dri- drove since we left Florida. It's unbelievable. It's been a great trip. Is that your watch so going off? No, I just got out of Clark's truck. Yellowstone is amazing. So you you drive into the visitor center, and the first thing the ranger says is, "Come over here with me and." He goes through the bear spray, how to use bear spray because there's bears everywhere on the hikes. We go on our first hike and there's a moose not even ten feet from us on the trail. I mean, it it's it's scary how great it is. All faithful, we enjoyed that. Anyway, we had a great trip. You great you,
0: trip. you went thirty years going up against bears in the National Hockey League, so that's nothing new for you.
2: No, I wasn't uh, as I said, you, the key is when you're walking in the woods, when you're hiking, you got to talk loud the whole time so you don't shock the bears. That's the keyest. Keep talking all the time. Well, I was so scared, I, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I couldn't talk. And Jill said, "You talk all the time. Start talking." <laughs> and then the, the the ranger said to me, "You know, make sure you don't run. Make sure you don't run. If you come across a bear, do not run." Do the bear spray first, and if that doesn't work, play dead. And I said, listen, buddy, my pants will be full, so I won't be able to run very fast anyway.
1: <laughs> well, I,
2: Anyway, it was a great trip. Great that's trip.
1: great. I would love to say that the Toronto media mauled the Toronto Maple Leafs front office, uh, you know, after their disappointing finish in the first round. Uh, there was no attacks on them, on Shanahan or Dubas. It was actually all fairly mild-mannered.
0: But word is they had well, spray under
2: the desk. <laughs> just in case. It's You know what? They are a mild-mannered group, the management team. And I, I was saying to somebody today, it's when you see an older couple walking down the street with their dog, It's you look and you say, Geez, they look like their dog. They've had so long <laughs> You start to look like your dog. And I was thinking the leaves play like their management. They're just nice. You know, they play like their management. They're a nice group. And they say everything that's really nice. They treat everybody really nice. All right,
3: all right,
0: all right. right, right. You're making a great point. Anyway. So what? The, the, yeah. too too soft no, for you I'm to beat Tampa Bay. Way, I be...
2: Well, I, you know what, Nick? We we talked about it for the last few months that we didn't believe. You know, we didn't believe their bottom six were going to be good enough, and we were worried about their blue line. The one guy that surprised me was Jack Campbell. Didn't cost them the series. He was he was pretty solid. Uh, so, you know, it, I don't think it's a big change. I mean, Kerfoot had a wonderful season, not a great playoff. You know, Cat, Case, Casp, whatever his name is, he, he's, he's you know, he's he's never been able to play, stay healthy uh, in his whole career. And you're counting on these guys. I mean, Simmons, Betza, you know, I like them. You love what they've done in their careers, but... You know, it's it's sort of time to move on. Their, their bottom guys in Tampa were their bottom guys. In, we said it on this show, bottom guys in Tampa uh, can't outplay the Leafs' bottom guys, and they did, in my opinion.
1: So are you okay so, with the older couple with the dog walking down the street keeping their jobs?
2: Well, I, I guess, you know, it used to drive me crazy because, you know, I got fired a lot. And I look and I see Cassidy's in trouble. I see Trotz gets fired. I see, you know, guys that, you know, obviously Rick Bonus is not going to be back. Guys that have done as good a jobs, um, you know, as good a jobs are going to lose their jobs. And, uh, you know, the, the problem is how do you come back next season? You've lost six years, I guess, in a row or is it eight? I mean, this regime is six, but how do you come back without any change. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that. There's not going to be some moves here. I'm, I'm just simply not buying it.
0: Did you, uh, I don't think anybody was too surprised uh, at the overall, uh, feel that they weren't going to do anything, uh, major, but I think people, some got rubbed the wrong way in terms of, uh, almost like, uh, an acceptance of, uh, of, or should I say the tolerance yeah. of losing year after year? Uh, would you have liked to seen them more critical? Would you have been more critical? If, if, if you had the decision that you were going to keep your coach or general manager, would you have given them the impression that uh, uh, they're still not safe publicly?
2: Well, I think, I think Neely hit it today when he said, hey, uh, Sweeney, we're going to make changes here in Boston. We're definitely going to make changes. And it's up to Sweeney to make the call on the coach. Well, I guarantee you, Sweeney and Neely have talked. I don't think that's any surprise. So I think, you know, at least if you're a Boston fan, you're sitting there saying somebody's going to pay a price for a first round knockout. The Bruins don't tolerate that. You know, they haven't tolerated that for as long as that franchise has been there. Yeah, they've had up years and down years, but I, you know, I don't want to see anybody get fired. I, you know, I mean, they're good people. But this is six years in a row that they've gotten beat in the first round. And I know, like, and, and I think that only that what drove me the most, that drove me crazy was, well, you know, we noticed a difference in the handshake line. We had a lot more respect in the handshake line. Who gives a rat's ass about <laughs> the handshake line? Are you kidding me? When you lose, I didn't even want to shake hands. I just wanted to go to the dressing room.
1: Yeah, anyway. no, that was a, uh, a source of contention with Leafs fans. No one, no one was very happy about that particular line. Um, yeah, do you never. do you still have faith that the core is good enough? Like John Tavares, uh, some people are disappointed him early in the series. You know, there's always the trade Willie Nylander stuff. You're good with with those guys to, to build around.
2: I, I don't know how you. I don't know how you build a championship team. And it's been said for three, four years now. I don't know how you build a championship team. And I don't know how you fix your, figure out your goaltending number one. How do you figure out adding a couple of defensemen? I mean, can you have Lilligren and, and Sand, what's his name? Sandin. Sandin. I mean, can you have both of them on your team and be a championship team? I mean, I, I, I think you've got some big decisions to make. And the problem is you've got to move money to fix it. And, uh, it, you know, everybody looks at Nylander, I mean, because he's a guy that you could get a big ticket, you could get a big price for. He's a, he's a guy that can score 30 to 40 goals in the league. And if he's with a different team, he may get more than that because he's going to get a better opportunity than he's getting with the Leafs, maybe. But still, I don't know how you fix the team to be a contender with the challenges they have with the big four. And, and John Tavares, we know, Nick, you said it the day they made the trade. You know, what happens when his wheels fall off? Well, they're starting to fall off. And he's still a heck of a player.
0: I was a believer even a while ago that uh, you got to flip one of those contracts in for uh, a top four defenseman. But I'm I'm looking at that roster after game seven. And I'm going, even if you decided to move Willie Nylander for a top four defenseman, i.e. a Chickren, like, what does that leave Tavares? What does that leave your second line behind Matthews and Marner? And 30, 35 goals is thirty five goals. A point of games, a point cool. of game. Like, that's, I agree. That's and not that, an easy decision.
2: Hole. No, no, it's a big hole. And and the 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 problem is when you go with the forty. You know, now it's the big five with with Riley in there, and it could very well be a big six with a goaltender. You know, if you really, are, if you're going to go, if you're not going to be able to get Campbell done for the dollars you think you can, and you've got to pay more to bring in a Gibson or whoever you're going to get, you know, all of a sudden you've got a big six, and then where are you trying to fill in the third line? I mean, look, we saw it again in Tampa last night. Colton, a third liner, scores a critical goal in in a game that you know may, for all intents and purposes, it may end that series. So those third line guys, we saw Hagel score big goals. We saw the kid, you know, came over from Ottawa, score big goals. Well, he, he buried the Leafs. I mean, how do you fill in with those type of guys if you're if you're offering guys seven fifty to a million too? That's the challenge. So it's really tough. Does it matter? And that's the one thing. That's the one thing. I look at Kyle Dubas's five or six years. I look at who has he drafted that has made an impact on that hockey team. And he's had two or three runs at trying to get the right bottom six together. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been able to get it done. You don't win the Stanley Cup today unless you have ten draft well, picks on your team. Ten of your it, own it, draft picks on the team.
0: What would the Leafs have had in game seven? Five or six. I, I don't know. Their own and, drafts. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at it and um, outside of their, their, their big boys, I think it yeah. was... Uh, Engvall was really the, only, the only one. uh Hull was a Justin was a he came off the Marley team, but he was a, a trade, wasn't he? He wasn't an original right. Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah, no, I think no he right.
2: wasn't. Right? No, he wasn't. No, I mean Tampa Bay have ten draft picks on their team. You know, ten draft picks of their own. I, and and St. Louis, when they won the Stanley Cup, had ten. Every team since 1991 has almost had ten of their own draft picks. To win a Stanley Cup. And, you know, the drafting, look, they don't, they go with, you know, look at, I mean, I know Mariner, Matthews, Morgan Riley, I mean, Nylander, they're all drafted before Dubas got there. I mean, in five years, they haven't really got anything to show for the draft other than the two young defensemen this year. So, and, and we'll last
0: night, we are talking about character last night, either uh, out of Tampa or St. Louis. And, like, it, Ryan O'Reilly reeks of it, but then it's, Kairo uh, and uh, Thomas that yeah, that right. stand out at age what twenty two, twenty three years of
2: age. That's right, you know. And Bunting has a big year as a as a pickup and a great pickup by Kyle. But you know, playoffs he wasn't a hundred. You know, he wasn't the same guy that he was in the regular season. So look, it, it's it's tough. I, I feel for them, but six years in a row and nothing to show for it other than losses. To the Columbus Blue Jackets, a loss to the Montreal Canadiens, and now this? I mean, it's one thing if it's Boston Bruins. Tampa Bay is a heck of a team. We know that. Tough series, tough start, tough way to go. But, hey, they hit home ice going into that series from the regular season.
1: So... You don't like the respect in the handshakes line part. How about uh, if Tampa Bay were to go roll Florida here in this next series and look dominant and be good? Does it change how you feel about their season? If you're like, okay, they, you know they, they put up a, the best fight of any team in the playoffs against Tampa. Is there any way to make it feel better? Is it just luck you didn't win at this point? That's all you need to know.
2: It's just, you know, you always try to say that to your owner in particular look i mean we were the second best team in the playoffs and he still fired me you know, he still fired me. <laughs> you know so you know that's that's the way. that's what i said to i said wayne izinga said to bill torrey and brian Murray. i can't believe we you know we go to the finals last year i can't believe we didn't win the stanley cup and and bill Torrey's saying that to me and i said get him go get him to go and tell don shula that he got beat out in the first round and he's a he's been the the best coach in the history of the nfl why is he picking on me go after shula or jim johnson go after those
0: guys mac as a, a former uh nhl executive what is uh the the top priority for kyle moving forward here where would you pick um on on importance uh rectifying your goaltending situation ie signing or getting rid of uh Campbell uh, trading Nylander for for spreading the wealth a little bit. Wh- where where do you go?
2: Number one, he's got to get a go- uh, he's got to get a goaltender, a Stanley Cup type goaltender. Whether he believes Campbell, he's got to get that number one goaltending position solidified. That it, we it, you know it's been it's been all over the map with Freddie with everybody. He's got to get that number one goaltender that's capable of winning the Stanley Cup. And he's got to get a better number two defenseman to play with Morgan Riley. That's the first two things. Now, if he has to move somebody to get it, which he probably does, um, unfortunately, I, I would rather see him move Tavares ahead of Nylander. But, you know, with the way Tavares is, you know, the wheels are starting to go, I mean, it happens. Like we saw it with Mark Stone. Remember, Nick, we're sitting there the day that trade was made, and we said, you know, who, you know, what happens when Mark Stone's wheels start to fall off and you got him for eight years at $8 million? The problem is you can't move John Tavares. Not a snowball's chance you can move him. So it falls to Nylander if you're going to fill in a Stanley Cup-type team. That's all in it's heart. It's really hard.
1: Doug, have you ever had a player that you thought was older and go in the wrong direction come back and surprise you? I don't know, Nick, have you ever seen anyone? Like, I keep thinking, like, all right, Tavares had a couple of kids and this and that. And maybe all of a
0: sudden he has an unbelievable year and he doesn't decline at the rate we yeah. expect. Is there any possibility? I don't know. Mac, what's that old saying? The first thing to go are your legs and the second thing is your wife. (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah the first uh, first thing that goes to your hands and the second thing that goes first thing that leaves you as a player is your hands the second thing that leaves you is your wife
0: (laughs) (laughs) at the end of your career (laughs) (laughs) you didn't
2: have to worry about that because you didn't have any wheels to begin with or money (laughs) or money You you know no you know what you lucked out you had no hands you had no wheels but you've you've got the greatest <laughs> wife in the world. Yeah, I other know. Than, other than I thought you Jill, knew she
0: loved you, you. You had nothing to offer. It's it it, it is hard now. There's there's conversations, uh, I, not you know, other than us talking and speculating or on social media that you move Tavares to the wing. But I don't know. I mean, John Tavares wouldn't like that, would he? Who cares? But it doesn't well, it's only problems do to care. me. You, you do care because you're you're paying him eleven million dollars, and you don't.
2: You don't want him yeah. uh, unhappy. Uh, you know, what, yeah. it, it's one thing if it's the thirty-eight-year-old Lanny McDonald, and you're telling him, "Lanny, I got a movie over here, movie there," or you know. But John Tavares at eleven million for what? Five more years? Four more years? Oh, no, man. three, three, I think. Oh, we're, we're,
0: oh, oh, we're, good. Through, oh, we're through four. Oh,
2: three three, oh, three at no eleven three a year. Years. What's the, well, yeah, that's no problem. What's the yeah. No. No. That's fair. I mean, I think he's a he's look. He he had the great game uh, that you know gave them a chance to win the series. What did he have? Really, one and a half good games in that series, or was there more than that? You know, call, he's got to yeah, be a star a for you. Yeah, he's got to be a star. He's got to be a star, and. Unfortunately, it, the playoffs is a whole different. We, we keep saying it every year, guys. These radio shows are the same every year. The playoffs, we saw it last night. We saw Stamkos blocking shots. We see, you know, all these guys leaving the ice. You know, the two defensemen leave, they come back. I mean, it is tough sledding out there. It's a war out there, and it changes. The game changes. And hey, the Leafs played pretty well, but. I don't know if they're built for the playoffs. I still, and I've read everything that everybody has said about them, but I just, I just don't think they're built yet for the playoffs. Okay. And I I hope they're capable of fixing it. Uh,
0: are the Panthers built for the
2: playoffs? Well, you know what? Really interesting. I talked to a guy that worked for the Panthers for a long time last night, and he said the biggest problem, and it's really, it's really going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Barkov is having a major problem with the the intensity and the and the speed factor. He just can't find. He said, "This is the exact words he said to me. This is a hockey guy. He just can't find that that other gear that you need in the playoffs."
0: I never really and ever watched Barkov and said,
2: you know, there's a gear issue though. Have you? No, I never never entered my mind until GB? this guy. No this guy but said I, I think he, him said like... he just can't find it. he can't find it right now and not only that, you bring in Giroux and Sharrat and you pay the price they they brought in Giroux to fix the power to, to put a final nail in this terrific power play and they're all for 25. I mean it's that's frightening. that's why Drew was brought in was to finish up this power play. So you know what Uberto and Barkov have yet to find their stride in the playoffs. That's scary. That's really scary. And that's two series in.
0: All so right, listen. See. Don't um don't overstay at uh these people's home, okay?
2: No, no, we're heading no, we're heading downtown. We're at the Omni tonight. We left the R V out at our friends in the suburbs. We're heading down to uh to the Omni to stay tonight, a little treat and uh we'll grab dinner at the Ralph Lauren's. Oh, Jill said, don't give out our itinerary. The fans will be around <laughs> I got The Seekers. I, gotta, I, I got a great story. We're in West Yellowstone the other night. We're walking across the street going to this little cafe, and I see a car from British Columbia, and I go, Canada. And he said, hey, are you still coaching? I said, Jill, they know me in West Yellowstone? Like, seriously. Anyway.
0: You didn't bump into Beth or Kevin Costner, did you? <laughs>
2: No, I didn't Can't see them. Though. I that. thought I was at the campground. Anyway, I love Beth. She's my best. I love Beth. Right. Anyway.
0: <laughs> and the uh the, so the, the R holding up. No no flat tires this trip?
2: No, but we woke up in Yellowstone, thirty one degrees, snow on the ground, thirty one Fahrenheit, and the furnace was out. Um but <laughs> we found a guy to fix it, so it was fine. <laughs> Would you
0: promise some <laughs> tickets? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, safe travels, so okay?
2: Yeah, we only got uh, we only have seventeen hundred miles to go to PEI, so we're slowly making our way there. So we've had a great time.
0: All right, well, we really appreciate your time here on uh, Off Look, the Rails Friday. I, uh,
2: I really appreciate you guys having me on. It's it's okay. it's, it's a thrill. And we're going to figure
0: out um, who, who's the dogs. Is it the players or the management? And who looks alike? And we'll, we'll we'll sort that out after the break.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Oh, that, that was a great line. See you guys. <laughs> Thanks, See you, Mac. bud.
0: Bye. Right. He's just. You never know where he's going to go.
1: You know, for a guy who uh, talks a lot about all the times he got fired, he do, seems to be doing okay. Staying staying at fancy restaurants and eating or at hotels and eating at fancy <laughs> restaurants all across the world. Living in Florida. He's
0: doing okay. Uh, how was much Jill time? a
1: doctor or something?
0: What's that? So was Jill a doctor
3: or something? This
0: guy who's living all right. Oh, my God. She's got to be something to put up with him. She is special. Uh,
3: the, okay. What about the comparison of... Just start looking like the
1: dog. Like they
3: I saw your head drop like he f- personally uh,
0: assaulted uh, wh- you with that where one. Where is he going with this? And I'm like, Oh my gosh.
3: Oh. Uh, there's some good uh we'll we'll talk to JD Bunkus coming up here, but there's some good war of words going on. In the Battle of Alberta. Vander Kane saying some stuff. I'm gonna get the clips for us. Okay.
0: I, also love what, yeah. Uh uh, do we have time, or should we go to break? I wanted to throw out a goalie name for you for Toronto.
4: Oh, throw away. Dun, 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 dun. And
0: Max said, uh, I don't know, someone with pedigree, maybe Stanley Cup, but I don't know if they're out there, but I'm going to throw out Vili Huso. Billy Huso, St. Louis Blues. Yes. Okay. I mean, he's wonderful. Okay, but is is that an uh, an option? Because... Bennington has been so good and we know he's locked in for multi-years at six million dollars and that one would be one that it depends if this guy wins a second Stanley Cup if Bennington finds a way to get through Colorado are you in a position where you might want to unload the the years left on Bennington, and then work your way up with Ville Huso if you're St. Louis, and if you're not, you're going to walk him out the door for nothing. The
1: Bennington contract is terrifying. He's in the first year of a six-year, $30 million deal. It's the first year? Yeah, I know. That's, that was what caught me, too. And how old is he? 28.
3: Not okay. really No, goalie but years, goalies, that's, that's all right. Goalies always kind of hit their prime if, around If that. he wins a
0: second Stanley Cup for them...
1: Yeah, and you get a two-time Cup champ for $6 not million? a
0: chance that you're worried about that contract.
1: Yeah, at least you would feel like he's a guy that could do it, right? If he got in yeah. the moment and he had to elevate his game. And seeing him in game one, there, boy.
0: There were times when Husso was very, very good watching him in St. Louis and, and wondering... They're gonna, they're gonna go with him. I thought for sure they were gonna. He would have been the starting goaltender. Uh, well, in the they started with
1: him in playoffs. Binnington got the I, tail I, end of that. I series. thought it would be
3: his though to yeah, run, yeah. run. That's that's a good coach pushing the right buttons, kind of reading his guys, knowing where to go with and going with his guys. up. and they had options, which I think yeah, was yeah. the idea in so Toronto. Right?
1: Razek was supposed
0: to be Vili Huso if in this scenario. If, According to the Leafs, if Jack... Billy Gonzo, more like. If Jack <laughs> outprices himself here yeah. or gets an offer that he can't refuse, uh, refuse somewhere else, is Kyle turn his attention to a guy like Billy Huso
4: mm-hmm. who
0: has shown that he can play in the National Hockey League and have great success, but is there, is there too small of a sample size this year to go... This guy has to win for us next year.
1: Yeah, mate, uh, it's a tough call, Kipper. I, I don't have an easy answer for you on this one,
3: but it's an interesting thought. How a- many a- how many goals are out there that have like cup pedigree, like you said? It's like are they going to trade for Vasilevsky? Well, Vasilevsky wins oh, the all. Kobe, so, like, yeah, you, they're, they're aging. Like, I don't. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury again. You can revisit
0: that, but I guess you want Matt Murray. No thanks. <laughs> so, Can they interest you in? And is Huso in a position to ask for five million dollars? I don't. I don't no, think so. No. no. But would he be more inclined to go into that uh, Mrazik three nine?
1: Yeah, just
3: take that exact deal. Just yeah, just love uh, big goalies. Six oh,
1: Huss- three
3: two ten. Huso? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't think he was big. Yeah, oh, big. interesting.
3: So, big finished
0: goalie seems like that- a good bet. As I'm watching Bennington, Bennington do what uh, he did maybe a few years ago, uh, maybe still in the making here, mm-hmm. uh, that's a name that uh, that's 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 a goaltender that intrigues me. Love it. Okay, now we go to break. Watching and listening, real kipper and Bourne. Don't go away, JD Bunkus. After the
3: break. Breaking down the top stories in the NHL every
4: day. The Jeff Merrick Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, early in the show, we were talking about uh, your report card. Are, you want to go through it, uh, or we just uh, you want to do it after we go through, uh, J.D.? Or we do, do we have J.D.? With... What? Yeah, we we have. It depends. If JD
1: has takes, we don't need my
0: non letter graded. Okay, we'll do it after then. All right. All right. Um, He'll be disappointed. Bring in the co host of the fan morning show right here at uh, Sportsnet 590, the fan. How are you, JD? Are you as miserable as our Sammy?
4: Um, Honestly, guys, I'm Jason Spetza. I'm lost. You know, that's, <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> I've I've done 25 different like y- you know that Alonzo Morning meme where he's just staring forward that little highlight of Alonzo <laughs> yes. Morning where he stares forward, and then he does the like head shake and the bob and he's just like yeah, yeah. like maybe that that's basically where I'm at. Also, I love that uh, Bourne has has been tasked with grading the leaves I'm taking it and also was like I don't have the grades. Like wait <laughs> what?
0: Oh no, I'm I'm pushing him. He's grading.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna. He tried so hard to get out of it, right? Because Borden, he doesn't want to have the hard, oh man, I don't want to give this guy a grade when they've not been knocked out of the first round. What do you give William Nylander? What do you give William Nylander? You're
0: jumping ahead. Don't (laughs) jump ahead.
4: Well, no, but I am curious about what Bourne kind of grades out some of these dudes because you guys have a more educated eye, right? And sometimes I I succumb to the same thing, which is the hardcore eye test confirmation bias of one play, right? And that can be either a brilliant play or a negative play. But holy crap, can I be a victim of it? And can it just kind of sour me for an entire game? But yeah, in terms of attitude, I, I got to imagine I'm in the same place that you guys are in where it's like you want to just – Eviscerate this team for blowing it yet again. I was I I stand by my position of the way that Dubis and Shanahan handled their media day. I I know that's not um, in the grand scheme of things the biggest deal, but I just I I know I was alerted to the clips from uh, your show. I was listening yesterday of. Uh, when they were talking about Bruce Cassidy and the Bruins and how there's humility within an organization that, you know, since the Leafs have become this version, has been to a Stanley Cup final. And I just thought, wow, it'd be nice to see some type of accountability, some type of table flipping, some type of frustration instead of just complete, you know, and utter indignation. But, yeah, I just, boy, I, I every time I get so worked up and so mad, I feel like an idiot because... I do believe that if they're playing the Panthers right now, they're in the same position Tampa's in, which is that they're up 2-0 in the series. I do believe if they run this thing back, that that team would be once again the on-paper favorites, right, to come out of that division. Like, a lot of it looked good. So I'm just... I'm Spets, I'm lost. <laughs> I just, I feel <laughs> lost and I hate it because I'd rather just, I don't like being a fence sitter. I like being hard and conclusive and this is the strong opinion. And uh, the Leafs have robbed me of even that dignity. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they've robbed me of that. Yeah, it
0: it, it is a, a fine line. Like if you want to go back, what now, eight years ago when they hired Brendan Shanahan. Yeah. There was a a real sense that this guy, of course, he's one of the, best hockey players right he's in top lists for goal scoring and he's won championships and there is just a sense of confidence and you know there's this this aura that you know brendan doesn't even have to walk in a room and say yep. anything you can just feel it dripping off his shoulders right and that's what you loved about it and here we are you know 8 years later and now there's that fine line where it goes from being really confident to, I think you used the word arrogant in your yeah, morning show. I did. So do you expect him to bail on um, on on that confidence? Because he's not that type of guy to do that. He, he's, he's entrenched even more that I know what I'm doing and it will surface.
4: So this is the thing that bothers me the most about the Leafs right now is that I don't expect them to be a mom and shop, mom and pop shopkeeper. Like I don't. I know that they're this massive conglomerate that's run by a huge corporation, but it just feels so disconnected from the real fan right now. And and I know we've always done this thing of the real fans can't afford to go to the seats, but that's true, and that's especially true since the pandemic. And I just think that there's got to be at least some component of Shanahan's job, in my opinion please, just some component of truly understanding who the Maple Leafs are and who their fans are and who these guys are supposed to be made to represent. Like – I get that they have their brazenness and their, hey, their confidence. And that's great because that's how you win. You've got to be confident. I don't want them to go up there and be shaking around and going, we, we don't know, and we're sweating, and we just, we'll just we figure it out. We'll do our very best. Like I guess I'd rather have this, the level of confidence. But the stuff where he's talking about the fan base and going, the fans are more connected than ever, or how he's smirking and uh, like kind of laughing off the idea that players get too comfortable here when that's like the book on Toronto for what decades Um, I just I, I thought that was pretty too far for me I'm going man the one thing you can't do is tell me what the fans are like the one thing you cannot do and you are in no position to really talk about is Over glossing over that the fans are in some kind of a way that they're satisfied and you, you quote, share in their frustration. Like, that stuff bothers me. And I go, you got all these PR people working for the organization and you can't get one guy who's in the room and goes – You know, we should just not go up there today and say to everybody that everything's cool, everything's fine, and um, be a little pissed off that we're even in this room and being questioned about our philosophy that hasn't come through. So, yeah, I like confidence. I like the idea that they have a plan and maybe sometimes that they're sticking to it too much or whatever. Um, That's okay to a degree. I just worry that it becomes the if we see tinkering with the plans which in years past it feels like Shanahan has felt like that needed to be addressed and he's openly disgusted at these kind of things that it has now become you know what everybody thinks you know what they've thought and we're happy to just kind of not tinker and roll the dice that we will be proven right rather than do what is right. All right, and, go JD because
0: you won't shut up right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, listen.
4: I,
1: I I had a great chat with JD about this in the morning show about the idea of you know I think I suggested that the Leafs had been unlucky, which you didn't want to hear either, Kipper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, so I don't. You know, JD. Ten years from now, someone writes this book on the Leafs, on what happened during the Matthews Marner years, the Dubas years, the Shanahan years, whatever they want to be seeing the direction that this team is on, would you rather them stick with this, with a path they're on, or would you rather them listen to what everyone's saying? We need a big change. We need to shake up the core. Because that was something that we talked about that I liked was that the idea that wouldn't you rather them see this vision through, even if it's arrogance, even if it's disconnected with the fan, at least there's a vision and a plan and they're going to stick with it?
4: So to me, it's kind of like at this point, I... I'm so torn on two things. One is that how do you not – how do you stick with the plan though conclusively or how do you stick with it with the same vigor when you have now clearly got a problem to me with that closeout thing where it's so between the ears and we've all done the thing of if they can just get over it but they haven't. And if you do this again – I just I worry that you're in now the final years of Matthews, and you have to go to him with an extension and you lose again, and it's this kind of a circus first of all it's is it Kyle Dubis that's running the negotiation with with Matthews like it's a new person that has to be basically told you've got to start this brand new pitch with the franchise is like arguably most important player ever I just I don't know it's just so tough, it's so hard. I I know that this is such a cliche thing, but I really just feel like they need more winners in the room. And the problem is is that the quickest solution to create cap space is to remove the one guy who's won and Jake Mustin. Like I just I really think the puzzle and the formula is in a really complicated and awful place. So yeah, they can run it back and that will have a um that will have a practical application and I'll go fine. You they went out on their shields, great. And I said today, it becomes the I told you so, Bowl 2023. Right? There's going to be half of Leaf fans that say they should have blown it up, or they should have changed something, and there would be half that said the run it back is correct. And when they get to that first round, it's going to be like you get to say I told you so to your friend one way or the other because they're making the playoffs. So given the options as presented right now, it's hard to envision an upgrade. So I would say like, hey, I guess run it back. It's just, boy, when they're in this spot, I cannot imagine that we're going to feel some measure of confidence that it's going to be different or if they face some level of adversity that it's going to be met with some kind of just oh all of a sudden we're brand new guys like they 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 had all those opportunities like that's the one thing i keep coming back to it wasn't just game 7 it was game 6 it was game 4 it was game 3 like they fell down in all those games and game 3 they, like or game 4 they had this opportunity to close out the series essentially so like four cracks really to do damage and be different and all four of them you did show a different level but you also showed like some tightness I don't know it's just it's awful it's impossible I feel for every leaf fan
0: All right we're talking to JD Bunkus co-host of the morning show and top uh, little Buddha cocktail company uh, ambassador Correct Um let me throw this just out there the and uh um I'm going to try to get you to answer it in uh, under 7 minutes Can't do it Yeah I know no I'm I'm telling you You've got, like, I want to say 30 seconds tops because okay. Okay. we're going to get JB in there. And it's a, it's a good question, I assure you. I look forward to this. Okay. Usually a president or a general manager has one card to play that would extend his ability to keep his job. Mm. And that is either, uh, in Brendan's case, maybe change a general manager or general manager changes a coach because there's that adjustment there's a one or two years to see how it plays out by Brendan Shanahan or Kyle making the decision of absolutely no change do did Brendan and Kyle bypass that card mm. and now are they all in it together Either we all save our jobs or we all lose our jobs if this happens again. I'll start the bunkus clock. Ready?
4: Go. 100%. It's 100%. And it, I think the only question is, um, is one round enough? Like, yeah, uh, those guys are all tied to the hip together. I think Brendan's gone. Kyle's gone. Uh, keeps gone. They're all gone if they fail in the first round next year. That's got to be a certifiable guarantee. But what happens if they get knocked out in round two? Like, that's the real question now is, yeah, maybe we should worry about one foot before the other. But, yeah, what, what is enough? What is enough to save these jobs? What is enough to really lock in progress? I For me, it, it isn't around anymore. It, it has to be deeper. This is about trying to win Stanley Cups. And if they don't look like they're that next year, I, I think all three got to go. Oh, my God. 33.
0: 33 seconds. Yeah, it's
4: really good. I uh, thought that this year, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, fair enough. The, the, what's what's the difference next year? I feel like it, no, they're I mean, all safe. I don't know. Well, no, but this is the thing: is like now you can't play the card of. Well, we lost better. Like Kipper's talking about cards. I didn't. No one knew that that was a card until the Leafs invented that card. (laughs) No, Ennis did. Ennis Ennis is saying (laughs) it matters how they lose. No, I just. uh, I mean, we all kind of talked about it and joked about it, but then everyone went, no, 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 no. Like they, they got to win, okay? And like that's it. Is they did lose better, but they were still favored in the series. They were still favored in the series. It's As good as you can lose. Yeah, they. You were favored in the series. You God, had a you're chance to go up 3-1. You blew it. They're the best at losing. Honestly, they're the, literally the greatest <laughs> losers. Like, I cannot think of anybody else. I, I was joking with Mike Commodore today on our show how I'm like, boy, the last two years, Leafs hypothetical cups that people have given them, like, wow, these are spectacular hypothetical cups.
3: Leafs have <laughs> a hypothetical 2-0 lead on the Caps right
4: now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical 2 goal lead on the Caps. Everybody's rolling, feeling good. The city's on fire. Hypothetical Stanley Cup parade is just rolling down. People are getting excited. Hypothetical bars yeah. are just, like, popping off and packed Sounds in. Sounds amazing. For- yeah, no, the hypothetical Leafs are, like, what a team the hypothetical Leafs are. It's yeah. my favorite team.
0: You're going to get those <laughs> those goggles to put them on during the playoffs. VR? Where the Leafs, like- yes, where the Leafs are playing. <laughs> Leafs are sick in the metaverse. Yeah. Right?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I actually think that because the there's Leagues. so many more Leaf fans that play the NHL video game in, on franchise mode that they win so many times that the universe, if there's any measure of, like, fairness, they're like, wow, these guys win all these virtual Stanley Cups. we got to figure out a way of balancing it. Like, they can never win a real one. So, yeah, maybe there is something to do that. Maybe it is just simulation theory, and it's you know just testing us to see how awful this all is. You
1: know what's sad, though, about all this is, like, As a Leaf fan, you're not even allowed to be earnest anymore. Like, you can't even have genuine hope and earnestness without people just being like, shut up, idiot. They lose every year. You know, like, you're not even allowed to be the kid who's like, I played them in the video game and they won. And your grandpa will be like, That would never happen.
3: That would never happen.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And that's the the worst, right? There's the two ends of it. There's the toxic positivity of the fan that's like, they did so great. I'm so proud of them for losing in the first round. They have been. And then there's the toxic negativity. They they have
0: been the the biggest punchline.
3: Oh
4: yeah,
3: for how many years
0: but now? We've
4: thought it's the
3: biggest, but it just keeps getting bigger. Well, I know. They went from being horrible, like after the lockout, the punchline that was punch that they line, were bad. the laps are just awful, yeah. and then we yeah. went to being the biggest punchline because of their historic losing in big games. So it's like the punchline has evolved, which yeah, is horrible.
0: It's, it has, but it's it, it it needs it it needs them to. Uh, think they've never been more respected <sighs> to be the punchline. This you serves. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, yes. yeah. Like, it, it, it. the punchline's even bigger because Sheldon said we've... Getting a ton of respect in the handshake line.
4: Oh God, why did he say that, Kipper? Why that's did he such say such a
1: selective that, piece of, of the full quote, which he's like, But it doesn't matter. Winning is all that matters. Yeah, We're in the
0: winning but but business. But nobody it remembers like, that it, but it doesn't matter part. Right. Oh I know. Everyone Everybody selectively edited the, right. the quote. But
4: it isn't a selective edit. It's classic this is I do this all the time as a blabbermouth guys is you blab on and then you go, but that like whoops and then you try to backtrack. But a having bit. said that exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly it's the and it's exactly what those other guys did at the podium the other day where they go hey listen we don't want we don't think there's any excuses but here we're going to sit down for 30 minutes and dole yeah. out excuses and you go well which is it and so for Sheldon I don't know man I think that the quote when he said it there was more respect in the handshake line like I I just don't want to hear that that was even on your mind that you had some even variation of that being a positive for your group. And it was. You said it out loud. And then you went, oh, but that's the respect league. It's the get-it-done league. It was like, no, buddy, too late. You already said it. You already let it out. You leaked it that you were stoked on your team (laughs) going seven with that group. And you went, hey, we're the hypothetical champions yet again. Like, you did it. You said the quiet part out loud. I'm just so tired of Lee fans being the punching line. Like, that's, that's it. It's like, I'm over this so hard. I'm just so over this. Like, the yeah. most over this. And so, yeah, Sheldon, why? Why did you say that, it, Sheldon? It
1: does feel to me, to answer your uh, question, Kipper, that, like, it, there's no... Shanahan doesn't get to make a move now. He doesn't get no. to fire Dubas. He doesn't get to fire Keith. He's the move now, if they don't win. I yeah, you
0: assume. That. And that would put Brendan at... Uh, Eight years or nine years? That's a nice long run. It's a really good you run. You got to start winning. It's a really good run. Yeah. Oof. And and really won that...
3: Zero rounds in eight years. No, no one, one... Yeah, that's exactly it. You don't get to
0: keep going. No one anywhere else would ever have been given that much uh, rope.
4: But Kipper, it was so fast. Good. Like, how do they determine this so <laughs> you know, fast? Like, won. I... I know that's, like, kind of a crazy question, and, but how do they just decide, like, Shani, you still have your job, Kyle. Everybody, like, everybody's safe. Don't worry about it. We're trotting you out here. A 48 hours like, after like,
0: the final. I know. Warren brought
4: me, like, that question where he goes, they should push these media conferences back so that you have time. And I go, but isn't, wasn't this the whole thing of the dubious thing he loves to say is if you have time, use it, right? That's the key yeah. thing they keep you. It's like, yeah. you had time. There's... Just think about it. See how the off season goes before you just lock up these dudes for another <laughs> offseason. Like, I just don't get it. Why? so fast we
0: we know that under different circumstances and we've had this conversation if it was one person if it was one family if it was one uh scenario but when we're talking about a board voting uh bell rogers it's not an easy thing just to turn around and uh and get rid of somebody it's not Mm -hmm. and if you don't Probably, I don't know if you've me. noticed, but maybe the, the two owners at times um, can't really come together and make quick decisions. No, it's
4: not a nimble <laughs> relationship. <laughs> it's not a quick phone call? No, it's not it's a
0: not quick like, phone call. Uh, so, um, best thing to do is if you're not sure is do nothing. Uh, in certainly this, the easiest. In this case scenario. All right, we're going to let you go. Stick around and listen to the grades. JD,
4: no, I just I leave me connected. That's what I'm just gonna say. Go and buy a case like, of little Buddha, and no, you'll be listen, fine. Hey, I gotta get I, this. I'm serious. I'm serious. LCBOs. I need more little Buddhas in my fridges around the city. Okay, I, I'm tired of going in there and only having one selection sometimes. Yeah, brands. Yeah, and and I'm tired of having inferior brands that are like clearly worse. And I will say that Kipper is, you know, now you got to send me more because I, I, I'm out here grinding. I know what's the plug <laughs> on the website. What's the website plug?
0: Drinkobs.com, the and they will that, deliver right to your door. Thank and, and you. It, thank it's, you. I, I'm not even sure I'm allowed to say this, but it's cheaper than the LCBO.
4: Well, guess what? Boom. That's a great thing to say, and I, I will be taking you up on that because I'm tired of going into those fridges and seeing not Little Buddha in there. And, and free and the, delivery. And if are I'm are not like mistaken, trash.
0: it's national. They, they'll How send it anywhere. Look you go. It's it's blowing up. Like, and you'll be like, fine, yeah. okay?
4: Better be. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> See you, buddy. All right, buddy. Thanks, man.
0: Okay. I don't. I don't pay him a thing. I know to say that. And you don't have to pay me a thing either. It's awesome. Love Thanks,
3: Val.
1: It. Good um, product. My mom had one the other night. Really the, liked it. Which one? Yeah,
3: the pineapple. Oh, really? Big hit. Okay. Yeah. Good. Peach is my fave. Yeah. So <laughs> we could talk more about the Leafs, but th- it's the Battle of Alberta, and Evander Kane talked to the media today, and he turned up the temperature. Oh yeah? He did, did he? he did. Well,
1: listen. Do you see the Matthew Kachuk, uh asking him if he wants to borrow any money type yeah. stuff? Grinding them over the, the bankruptcy situation. And like, I don't know, man. Like, you chirped on the ice. That felt pretty close to too much to me. Nah. Maybe it's fair, but
0: not even close.
3: I agree. Really? I love that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'll hack
1: bet. the bone, hack I'll the bone. Are,
0: I'm trying to win, man, and you're in my
1: way. I assure you if I uh ever go through that that will get directly into my kitchen and you can live there <laughs> at that
3: point. <laughs> what did he say, Sammy? Okay, well, where do you want to start? Um let's start with him talking about going after the other team's top players. How about, how how does that sound? This about? is this is Kane, could, this, Evander Kane. This is from today.
0: Going this, after top players. Yeah. Let's have a listen. Yeah. Um, well, if they're going to go after our top guys, we're going to go after their top guys. Um, I think uh, we didn't do a good enough job of that last game. Um, I think we did a good job of sticking up for one each other, uh, for one another, um, and uh, you know, I think that's uh, that's the best way to handle that. I mean, that's as direct you know, like, as you can like, be. Is that a threat? Because you-
3: like, this is uh, a thousand years old, an eye for an eye. Because he got asked about how McDavid, they had got no respect for McDavid, which is so stupid. Oh, we, oh, we can't touch McDavid. Like, yeah. that was the question. Oh, we, he, t- we were, he,
0: he took some hits, eh?
3: Well, and Lucic rocked him.
0: Rocked him. And it was and clean. He had
1: four points and was the best player yeah, in the yeah. rink. That's so bad, yeah. okay. that's hockey. It's fair can. all around.
0: But that's a good message to give out for Kane. Oh, yeah. I, I have no problem with that. But I love I, it. I certainly don't right? have
1: any problem with it. I, you know, the early series is a lot of tone-setting, message-sending – that stuff. So I'm fine with it. Although if he does anything remotely borderline, Kipper, yeah. he has exposed himself to the league
0: as you can't say there wasn't intent. You know, that's so maybe not brilliant. Uh, that way. I, I do believe that there's enough people in that NHL office that would understand uh, what he's saying without worrying too much. Like it, it's not like uh, we're not sure what direction you're going, but we hold that. Quote now as the smoking gun. Uh, you don't think so? No, it seems no, like the no, no, no. To me. Just hey, we're, we're going we're, after the best guys. Yeah, of course, yeah. we are talking. If you're going okay, after, okay, okay. if you're going to try to hit our guys, we're going to go after hit uh, your guys. That's that's
3: all I got out of that.
0: Okay. Until you question it for other reasons. Right.
3: <laughs> then he was asked about uh, Milan Lucic, who they kind of had a little bit of a dust up, and uh, we can play that clip.
0: Uh, I don't know if there's much of a battle there. I think um, you know we. Uh, we uh we welcome him being on the ice whenever
3: he is. Yay. <laughs> Cheeky, oh baby, <laughs> have they ever fought? I I think yeah. Kane's a tough guy, but I don't know if he wants that.
0: Well, no, he doesn't want that. But
3: Lucic's got to be the league heavy, listen, right? Uh, the guy you want the least. A few in the league.
0: years ago, you you thought Lucic was done, over, can't skate, can't play. Yeah, Edmonton got rid of uh, got rid of him. And it was like, it was over. And then he gets to Calgary really early and it's like, can't keep up. Mm -hmm. And now I think he's a impactful guy. I mean, I I, I could hear the, the trolley, you know, coming. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to get hit by him. I think he's more of a factor now than he was
1: three years ago. Yeah, he's been a valuable part of that Calgary Flames team there under Daryl Sutter, so I I like the idea. I like that Kane, what he's doing here, stirring it up a little bit, but yeah,
3: I mean, uh, he's making his own bed there. Okay. The the next one is just kind of a funny one, talking about they got to make adjustments. They were asked about if they need to make adjustments in this game, and this is how he answered here.
0: Uh, I think it's uh, there's a couple adjustments we're probably going to make, but um, we have to execute. We can't... uh... I think if we if we don't give up nine goals
3: tonight, I really like our chances. <laughs> <laughs> so was, That's good. He was sitting up there with Duncan Keith because they, they do like the, the duo press conferences. And he was sitting up there. Duncan Keith was just kind of like sitting there answering questions like an old hockey guy. And whenever Vander King was talking, he kind of did like the, the side eye look at him, trying not to react to what he was saying. But I don't know. Is it alphabetical? Is that how those two end up there together? I don't know. <laughs> Be interesting to see what happens with Kane in the offseason there. Okay, we still got to get to the report card. Uh, but
0: before you gotta I gotta do more leaves, let's talk no, yeah. about hockey. Don't. No, you don't well, want to do, do it? whatever you
3: want to do. Right, it's Friday. Okay, that's it's, Friday. I, We're yeah. not giving out report
0: card. I, I just want to put him on the spot okay. a little bit. Willie Nylander, grade. See, it's boring because it's great. <laughs> no, I give him a B plus. Okay. Give yeah. him a B plus. B+. plus.
1: I mean, he had 80 he, points and 34 here, goals. How he, do you say it's a bad here. year? Here's the
0: problem with this thing, okay, that... It's like B-plus during the regular season. Right. Playoffs. I know. They're, they are two are, separate they grades. They are much different. I agree. 60-goal season, a
1: and And that's – I almost literally – I started writing A with, like, a bunch of pluses. Like, what else do you want? Is he one of the heart trophies? Like, going a bit. Game Me six
0: later. or game seven? C- I, actually, I thought of
1: Kipper as I was writing it because I was going to – I started, like, hedging and being, like – Maybe you wanted more than him in the third period of game six, but this is about the big to explain it to Kipper while I was writing it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) But but I was like, I can't do that. I was like, this is on 89 games. They played 89 hockey matches. Here's how we played this year. Pretty damn good. B minus. B minus for, sorry, Austin Matthews. No, for D-Lander.
0: Oh, Jesus. Hell. I'm flattered that somehow you thought of me while you were typing.
1: Well, (laughs) it's
3: great because I have to, you have to justify yourself I, to the the smart, critical people. I consider you. one I think those. Matthews is an A. I'm not going to give him the plus. They didn't get over the hump. If it's a full, if it's a full season, See, they still lost in the a first team round. Grade. That's ridiculous. No, but he wasn't. He wasn't good enough in Game Six and Seven. He played 89 games. Okay, you're giving him a grade on four was, periods. He, yes, when it matters
0: Those mattered
1: are the most, most
3: important ones.
0: Yeah, he's yeah.
1: an A. That's yeah. absurd to look at his season and say
0: it's not
3: Listen, an A. Plus. It's an A. Absurd. I would, I would kill for an A. Boy. High, high school
0: final exam. Sixty percent of your mark, seventy percent of your mark. Bingo!
3: <laughs> that's a great. Point. It's a really good point. Hard I can't. Enough. Yeah, that, that's
1: great. And if those are the parameters for this, my parameters that's, are an eighty-nine game Jack, season.
3: Jack Campbell,
0: great. Great. See, right. this is the thing. That's why you shouldn't go to school till March or April? You shouldn't go to school period. October, November. <laughs> Just become a sports Wasted person. Time. One topic of conversation, if we can go back to the Battle of Alberta. Okay, let's do it.
3: I, I, uh, I need a long weekend off the, the Leafs. <laughs> the, the biggest star so
0: far in this series has to be Brady Kachuk. I mean, at least in terms of, of uh, media attention. And did
1: you see the thing in our group chat? Budweiser signed him to a deal. He got a Budweiser contract
3: out of carrying around oh, okay. a half dozen I just is the, the Kachoksi. More money. Yeah. <laughs> he got a okay. been <laughs> All Listen. these Kachoksi. They need more money. It's
0: it's wonderful, and it's a great experience. They get to watch family uh, go through this. This is great. But when it gets to the point where he's getting that much attention from the media, I don't think it's a good thing. See,
1: you're hmm. you're representing the side of media that people are going, ah, you're on fun. You're not being. Why don't you like it?
0: Because for every story that it's about Brady Kachuk, mm-hmm. it's less one story about somebody that's actually playing in the series. I'll hear that. I'll hear it. We're talking about Kachuk. We're not talking
1: about Zach Hyman's <laughs> two-goal game-one performance. It's-
0: and i don't it's Rasmus not Anderson. it's not brady's fault or you know he, i know he's putting himself out there he's, he's, he's carrying six he's, bud lights at once he's <laughs> he's, to, he's tossing the ball up in the air and the media you know are just whacking it and it w- it would be great if they would just leave him alone and just let him have his good time with the fans there high fiving but do they have to like draw so much attention to it because I think it's unfair for the guys that are... He's getting more media attention than three-quarters of the guys on the ice. And I just... And I blame the media. I don't necessarily blame Brady, but... I, they are we. We, we, are are doing, they. we are doing it right now. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have happened if... um Was that I'm, the Budweiser I'm, deal? I'm talking about it because I see it in, in not yeah. a good light for the guys there. They earned the right to be there. The attention should be on the players on the ice, not necessarily a guy who missed the playoffs. It's funny. It's funny. There's people who think that
1: it's a bad look for the Ottawa Senators' captain to be getting bombed on the Calgary Flames. Oh, I don't know. they getting bombed things. It's Canada. Isn't yeah. that what people do? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't know. There's people who don't like it from that perspective, from a competitive angle. You know.
0: I just think it's – come on. Let, let the guys on – let the focus be on, on the players
3: yeah. that are playing but in this series. The league's got to be dying to have he's, personalities. But he's, though. Listen, he's going to his brother's games, right? So I guess it is the, more of like the coverage of it. I guess you're right. I'm talking about but the coverage just, that the, the media is giving I have no problem with a it. guy going to a brother's, his brother's no, game and crunching beers and having a I don't a good time.
0: either. But don't show it to me. Let's have a little bit of – give the man a little bit of privacy. But, that's, but he doesn't want it at all. I think You think thought, he loves the attention? Oh. The Kachuk yeah. Well, if the he's K'chuk doing it boys if, like if, attention. If 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 Brady's just not doing it for the uh, if he's doing it for the sake of the attention, then to me that's even worse. I don't think he's doing it for the attention. I just think he's he's being Brady.
1: I still I just
0: he still seems like a little boy to me. And I know that's he's the no, captain
1: of an NHL franchise, so maybe that's unfair. Just but...
0: leave him alone. Don't put the camera on him all the time and don't put him on social media and just just Go to the players that are playing, for God's sakes. That's their moment. But it's
3: Brady Kachuk and Keith Kachuk. They're famous. They show famous people in the crowd all the time at big events. Like, that's just kind of the way things happen. And he just happens to be thumping them, thumping beers. that to go. Which I might be doing tonight when I go to the Jays game. I went, and Keith Kachuk wouldn't throw his hat. You want to hear a good throwing a hat story at a game? What do you got? I went to a World Junior game when uh, the semifinals against the Czech Republic. Actually, Peter Mrazek put on a show in that game. Ooh. Uh, Connor McDavid, I'm sorry, who, who's that? Peter Mrazek. He's a goalie know. in the yeah, National the guy, League. He's, Why does that he, name sound familiar? He might have played for Leaf. He was a Leaf. Once. And he was unbelievable. He got a standing ovation from the crowd after the Canada beat them 5-1 or something. Yeah. Nick Patan scored a hat trick in this game. Kyle Dubas'
1: favorite player.
3: I was wearing my old man's old Jofa helmet, like a red helmet. when I was wearing my red jersey. I was at the hockey game. I was a drunken idiot. He shoots the third one in the net and uh, my body says you gotta throw the helmet you gotta throw the helmet and i'm like oh god okay and i threw this helmet immediate regret it's a classic red Jofa bucket never find another oh, one awful call i went down into the bowels of the arena being like where did all the hats go i'm trying to and i tried to find the <laughs> helmet i tried to get the helmet back after i threw it on the ice so it's a big mistake and is but it gone to this day it's gone to this day
1: all right anyone out there one of my biggest sammy's trying to recoup a red
3: Jofa it's a, bucket it's a, it's, that's in a dump somewhere it just sucks. And maybe someone else has said a red ready know the sports uh, set. One uh, mile plus. I think
0: Darren Pang mentioned
3: uh, Keith Kachuk's hat. It was from like a pub. OB. It's from like a pub. in. Oh, it's a pub. I think that's what he said, right? It was a pub in, in St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's hard to
4: find. <laughs> to, <Yeah>. replicate <laughs> yeah. to replicate to a hat pub. hat. easier to a pub hat. It's my favorite right. hat. Yeah. I
1: love that. You can uh, get a pub hat for the price of a War on Ice pay per view. Uh,
0: where do we have uh, the Battle of Alberta after tonight? It's an absurdly late. Puck drop. Like, it's like, it's
3: like 5-0. One AM. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's Eastern. one AM. One puck drop tonight. What no, is it? Ten fifty Eastern. Yeah, but it's it's Mountain time, so it's almost a nine o'clock. You know drop. who's to blame for that? ESPN. The, ESPN. Yes. PNT? Yeah. But you know specifically why? No. Why? I think it's the PGA. Uh, they have golf that as well. Yeah. Justin Thomas leading, by the way. See. C- yeah. See how I tied that into your update? Thank you. Oh, on the golf show tomorrow morning? three names, by the way, Justin Thomas. Golf show tomorrow morning? Mike Weir. Just taped an interview with him before our show today. Yeah, and he was good, right? It was spectacular. It was a real thrill for me to get to talk to him. Me and Gunnar did a great job, if I do say so myself. Can you quickly tell the
1: story? Can you preview the story? Yeah, sure.
3: This, quickly, at the uh, Champions Dinner this past year, Hideki, uh, when he won, he went up there and did, did a speech in English, and he's very self-conscious about his English, and everybody was really happy about it. Mike Weir told us that after that, Gary Player went up and did a minute-long speech in Japanese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this guy's a legend. Legend. Uh, the, the, the,
3: the most, still banging out 100 push-ups while doing it. <laughs> the most international uh, man of mystery right there. So there you go. Listen to okay, Mike Weir More you,
0: you didn't grade the Leafs. Grade our show this week.
1: A++++. So, you, you know what? Legit, though. Best week of the year. Honestly. Best week of the year. I nice. mean, outside of the Leafs. Season. All right. Well, now listen. <laughs> great effort, everybody.
0: Uh, Appreciate it as always, JB, Sammy, the whole crew. Our thanks to Chris Terrian, Doug McClain, JD Bunkus. Have a great weekend. Safe weekend. Enjoy your hockey. We're back Monday. Real Kipper and Born.